This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jerry Lawler may be, uh, in my eyes, the greatest work ever done with Andy Kaufman. Uh, Legendary uh, top five all-time wrestlers in the history of the sport. Born November 29th in Memphis, Tennessee, he is, without question, one of the greatest wrestling champions of all time, having won a staggering 168 titles in a career that spanned five decades, highlighted by his highly publicized feud with comedian Andy Kaufman. You can listen to his podcast, The Jerry Lawler Show, and April 22nd through 24th, you can meet him in person at the annual Planet Comic Con. Please welcome, the King, Jerry Lawler. Mr. Lawler, how have you been? Johnny, nobody does an introduction quite like you. I really appreciate that. That's awesome. Listen, you know I'm a fan. I was born in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, you know, everything that you've done, we were talking earlier, playing some audio from the, the Letterman show and, and just the, the work with Andy Kaufman and you guys were dear friends. I just I just think they've never made another uh, a, a storyline like this. I don't think anybody will ever touch the things that you did. And that's literally just such a small part of your entire career. Well, you know, the, the cool thing about that, and I think about it often, is the fact that that was in the days before the word storyline was even thought of. Right. And, it, you know, that's, it, it really, when I think back of all of the, uh, the coincidences and uh, this, uh, the ad-lib stuff that happened during that thing, it was, it was really remarkable. I mean, none of that stuff, you know, back in the day, Andy had never done anything with, uh, with professional wrestling up to that point. And it just, boom, it just started one day when he showed, you know, we had him come into Memphis. And, and from that point on, almost, almost all of what we did uh, was, was ad-lib, was just kind of spur-of-the-moment thing. I mean, when we went on the David Letterman show, David Letterman didn't know that I was going to slap Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman didn't know that I was going to slap him. And I promise you, this is honest to God's truth, I didn't know that I was going to slap him until it happened. Yeah. It, was, it was just, I mean, you know, that's just the way it was. That's the way Andy was. He was a, you know, he, he hated to be called a comedian. He was not a stand-up comedian. He was just, uh, I don't know. He was, he was just, a provocateur. Uh, a, yes, exactly. And because of his background, because growing up a, as a wrestling fan, he he was a fan of the bad guys in wrestling, and and that's what that that really affected his his childhood, and it affected his career later on because he he thought that was just a cool thing to do. 
he thought that uh, he could try to go out there and emulate the bad guys that he'd seen in wrestling and make the audience uncomfortable, make them yes. actually not like him, but still be popular. And that's exactly what he did uh, throughout his whole career. Without a doubt, man. He, just the things he would do for no apparent reason, reading The Great Gatsby, people would pay immense amount of money, and he'd read The Great Gatsby to them. Like, just terrible yeah. stuff. Like, just to, just to drive them crazy because he loved watching them be uncomfortable. You know, he killed Santa Claus at Radio City Music Hall. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, he just... Yeah, it was it was unbelievable, and it was so great working with Andy because he, I mean, he was, you know, when the cameras weren't on him or whatever, he was just shy and and humble, and and especially being around wrestling. He told me so many times. He said, you know, you're you're the master. I don't I don't know anything about this, so I'll just I'll just follow your lead. And I said, I was just, you know, I'd say, come on, Andy, you're the, you're the star here, man. You're off the number one television show in Taxi. in uh, the country right now with Taxi. And but it, so it, it just worked out well. It was just two guys, uh, you know, trying to come up with good stuff that 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 that, like I said, most of it happened on the spur of the moment, and it worked out well. Well, the fact that he stayed in character when you lit him up, and look, that's that was a real shot because he flipped out of the chair. Like that's. You can't fake that. That's and that's the thing that always used to drive me crazy when people would try to disparage wrestling. Like, uh, forget about whatever we're you know what's real, what's not real. Those hits are real. Those falls are real. Those those you know that's a real physical sport. And when you lit him up and flipped him back to that chair, that's real. And the fact he stayed in character and even drove the story further and stayed with it, there'll never be another thing like that. No, as and and the reason he flipped out of the chair is because I hit him as hard as I could. And it, Jesus knocked him, it knocked him completely out of the chair. And he was disoriented for a little while, he told me later. But when he came back uh, after the commercial break and and went on that tirade of, of swear words with the you know all the yeah. cursing, and, and later on, David Letterman said, David said, that's when I knew it was real. Yeah. And I said, what do you mean? He said, because I, I knew Andy well, and he'd, I'd never heard him swear, never heard him curse. See. And when he came out and did that, especially on live TV, uh, you know, I mean, Dave just, he was flabbergasted. So so I, I want to jump because I want to talk about this. Uh, let me switch subjects on you. You're rolling into Comic-Con, which I'm so glad these things are back. I'm a huge fan. Planet Comic-Con in Kansas City 2022, happening April 22nd through the 24th at Bartle. So it's a huge place. Uh, I love the fact that you participate in these because th- there's another side to you that unless you follow... Uh, Jerry Lawler, who's, by the way, if you're just joining the show, Jerry the King Lawler, WWE Hall of Famer, wrestling legend. Uh, you can go to uh, kingjerrylawler.com also to check it all out. Um, but you put up a video of your Batcave, the King's Batcave, and I cannot tell you how fantastic I think that is. Full-size Hulk, full-size Superman, a Batmobile in there. This is, I knew nobody's ever had full-size Batman. All your costumes, pinball games. I'm a huge pinball guy. That is, uh, I mean, that's just the, I, something tells me that's just the beginning of the collection. Yeah, it's, it's uh, quite a collection. As a matter of fact, there's a guy named Kevin Kane who is the, he, in, in Memphis, he's the head of Memphis tourism uh, here in, in the city. And he came over not too long ago to my house, to, I don't know, to bring me some tickets for something, I don't know. But anyway, it was the first time he'd ever been to my house. And, and uh, when I... Gave him the full tour. I mean, you have a movie room upstairs. I have a, I have a game room upstairs, and then of course I have the the king's. I call it the Bat Cave downstairs. You know, with the with the Batmobile and all the. Uh, in there, I also have a lot, a lot of my 
my robes and costumes that I wore through the years, the, some championship belts in there and crowns. And, and, and like you said, the, a, a full, I mean, I have a, a Batmobile. I have a 10 foot tall, incredible Hulk, two full size Superman, Batman, Deadpool, all, all of these Love characters this. just hanging out in this, in this bucket. And my friend Kevin Payne, after he went through the house, you know, Memphis is, of course, famous for Graceland. Sure. And now this is a guy that's head of tourism. And he told me, he said, King, I'm, I'm not blowing smoke here. He said, uh, your tour in your house is better than touring Graceland. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, I was, that was quite a compliment, but yeah, I, I've collected over the years a bunch of crazy kind of stuff. Every, every, every time I walk somebody in there and they look up at this stuff and I say, what, doesn't everybody have a 10 foot tall, incredible Hulk in their house? <laughs> right. I know. Listen, I, I understand this. I collect stuff. I've got a, uh, of course, a two by four from Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I've got a, a robe from Ric Flair that says, you know, nature boy, woo, you know, it's, it's autographed to the feathers and, and, you know, I've got a, a leather jacket from Henry Winkler. Uh, an Evil Knievel uh, autographed jumpsuit. I'm, so I'm, I'm just a hard collector because it's the golden age of entertainment. When you look at stuff like the Hulk or, or pinball or collectible figures or wrestling or Batmobile on, from television, it is just, it's classic entertainment. There's just something about collecting that stuff and looking at it that makes you feel better. Well, and plus the fact that I think you and I, with the stuff that we try to collect, is stuff that brings back really fond memories yeah. from our own childhood. Sure. I mean, you know, my, my whole superhero collection out there, I, I, I look back, I still wear, uh, on, my, on my left hand, I wear a, a Superman ring instead of my WWE Hall of Fame ring. And, and I, I look back and I think I can trace back all of my success and all of my interest in life that led me to where I am today throughout my career to the fact that uh, I was a fan of Superman as a kid, like five-year-old kid when Superman came on TV it affected my life in such a way that, I don't know, it's like, uh, you know, I tried to emulate the superheroes by later on, later on, uh, wrestlers became my superheroes. Sure. And, and, you know, and then I wanted to be one of those. And that's, that's, that's the kind of thing that, uh, that those memories from back in the day, watching Batman in the afternoons on, on, on TV. I, I actually, uh, you know, this was, I was just in high school at the time in 1966 and, I actually, I, I faked a romance with a young young lady there. I, I pretended to be her boyfriend so that I could go over to her house and watch Batman because she had a color TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did she ever find out? Did she ever know? I don't know. I don't know. After after Batman went off two seasons later, uh, I didn't see her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what year? I mean, because you understand, like, but you had that itch, man, to. Uh, to really make it in entertainment, because you—I mean—you worked on the radio, you—you uh, know—you became this wrestler. And, and as far as Memphis, Tennessee, and the Southern wrestling circuit, there was no bigger. And you lived there, and so you were a superhero, and, and in many ways, to all these people because they really loved it. You know, there was a—we we didn't have the internet, we didn't have twenty million TV stations, so you really got invested in the shows that you watched, and. And, and wrestling's one of those. I mean, I can't imagine what it was like walking around in the 70s in Memphis as Jerry Lawler. Yeah, it was, it was kind of crazy. But I, honestly, at that time, when I look back on it, I, I don't know. I didn't, you didn't, I didn't even think about that. I've never really thought about the fact, that, or, or, or never really thought about, the, I don't know, the fact that we as wrestlers were stars. I, I just, I kind of looked at it. And I, and I'm so glad that I did. I kind of looked at it all my life 
because we did work every single day. We wrestled every single day. I almost just sort of looked at it as a job uh, that I really enjoyed, that I really couldn't wait to go do every day. And, uh, you know, there was, there was never one time that I would go out and have a world championship match and come back and sit down and say, man, I wonder what, was that a five star match or, I mean, it was, it was at that time when we were doing it, it was just, uh, you know, you went out and had your match and you start thinking about, oh my gosh, I got to drive tomorrow six hours to Louisville, Kentucky and have that same match again. You know, it just, it, it was, it was a t- totally different time because, uh, because mainly sure. because of technology, you know, like you said, Back then, we had ABC, NBC, and CBS, right. and uh, you know, and then uh, you know, PBS or something like that, and that was it. So, man, in, in Memphis, especially on Saturday mornings at eleven o'clock, we had a live ninety-minute wrestling show every week. That almost at one time, seventy-eight percent of the televisions in use were tuned to wrestling. <laughs> Seventy-eight uh, rating, seventy-eight percent. You yeah. you got to think about that. Like now, if you got. Uh, anything uh, in the high singles, you're a, you're a hit. Oh, absolutely, and, and and that's because there's you know, and, and it's constantly changing. But that's because you know there suddenly became hundreds of stations that you that were in play that you could watch instead of three, and now uh, even that's changing because of the, all the streaming video right. and the stuff that's coming out. You know, I mean, it's just it's going to be. Uh, I, I I would say in. In five years from now, we'll be thinking of like cable TV as as something from the past. It won't even, it won't even be the same. And don't you love the fact that you were able to embrace it? Because you know some guys won't embrace the new. The future's happening. The world changes. This is it's something to be excited about, not be sad about. Like, but there are people in the industry, in all industries, that just will not embrace it. Aren't you glad that you've always stayed relevant? And you've always stayed engaged. And like coming to Comic Con because you love it. Like this is something you love to do. Why would you open up your restaurant on Beale Street? It's what you love to do. Why work with the WWE at seventy two? Yeah. You love to do this. Yeah, I, re- I really do. Like I said, you know, and I've heard a lot of people say this, but uh, I've I've had such a career doing something that I loved. So it was never like I had to work a day in my life. Right. I mean, I, at one time, and, I, and probably still some, sometimes today, I almost do. Uh, I would have paid them. I would have paid the promoters to let me wrestle, you know, but instead, sure. you know, all, all this time I, I was fortunate enough to make, have a great career and make a lot of money and, and, and like you said, do the things you love. And that's where the, like the, the, the comic cons come into effect. I really started doing comic cons uh, and they're very, you know, they're very profitable. They're, they're just a lot of fun to do, but I started doing them because I was a fan of these things. I mean, right. I, I think you have a list, or maybe some of the some oh, of the other stars that are coming to coming to Kansas City in April. But just like I just did one recently in um, in Providence, Rhode Island, and I thought, ah, do I really want to go? And then all of a sudden, I looked at the guest list, and there were two guys on there that I said, "Oh my gosh, I have a chance to meet these guys." Right? Uh, yeah, put me down. I'm going to be on the show. And it was it was Jerry Mathers. And uh, Tony Dow, which were, of course, yeah. you know, the Wally and the Beaver. Beaver. Yeah. Leave it to Beaver. God, that's so great. So I got to go and, and hang out with those two guys back in the green room and just talk and, and meet those guys. And that made my whole trip. It wasn't – I didn't even uh, – you know, I, there's so many people that come to these things that I'm a big fan of. William Shatner, that was – you know, he, he goes to just about all of these things. And William incredible. Shatner and I go back all the way to 2007 when he entered, inducted me into the Hall of Fame. and. So there's there's just so many cool people to see, and and if you've never been to a comic con before, take this chance if you're there in Kansas City, 
Come on out, April 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. It's, it's amazing. And like you said, the crowds are back. Uh, the thing that we, that I just did up in Providence, it was packed. And, and, and it's really a, been really a lot of fun. People are back into doing the cosplay and all of that sort of no, stuff. No, it's Rock. fun. It's, it's a nice bunch of people. Uh, it's going to be great to hang out. Hopefully you'll get into town and be able to come by the studio and hang out a little bit. And, uh, man, whatever you need while you're here, I'll take you out. If you need a, a car, you want to go get some barbecue, hang out on the show, whatever. You know, I'm a I'm a, just a huge fan of you just and everything you do. And uh, I'll be there at Comic-Con for sure. And uh, and I, I can't wait to catch up with you, Jerry. I can't either. It's going to be great fun. And, uh, you know, you're talking about we, we tried to have this interview last week, and you guys got bad weather and snow and all that sort of stuff. Well, I'm, I'm just looking outside. My, my cable is getting disrupted. We're about to, we're under a tornado watch here in Memphis. Uh, yeah. uh, and, and, yeah, you know how that goes down here, yeah. right in here in the Bluff City. But, yeah, we're under a tornado watch until 11 a.m. this morning, and it looks like it's going to be some bad storms rolling through here today. Well, look, stay safe. I hope everybody in Memphis is safe. And, brother, I will see you in April. If not, we'll talk sooner than that. And uh, always good to hear your voice. Johnny, thank you so much for having me, man. I stay right there. Hold on a second. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.